Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Hello, everyone. Melissa and I are just returning back from a really fun trip that we were able to take to Austin, Texas. A work trip. Yeah, we, uh, we, we'll talk about this more maybe in another episode. I think we've talked about it before, but... Melissa and I have an intention of doing at least four getaways a year. And sometimes they're just for the day. Like we don't even stay overnight. And, and sometimes we're able to use one of my, a business trip as a getaway. And that's so there's a company, a really awesome company that, that I'm a partner with. And they do two really awesome events a year. And one of them's called Launch. And that just happened in Austin. And we got to go and do a getaway, hear from some amazing speakers like Jocko Willink and Michael Hyatt. I had the opportunity to speak as well. And there was actually something that happened during my session when I was speaking that had Melissa come up with this idea of what we should talk about today, which I think is really awesome. I think backing up just a bit, I think we did for sure do a podcast episode about getaways, how to do getaways. I'll link it in the show notes. Proceed. Uh, so in one of the, one of the things that I was really the focus of my talk at this conference was leadership and culture and, you know, the power of language as it relates to building a culture in your organization it also applies to your home. But one of the things that I always say about leadership is that leaders, leaders have this ability to enroll their people. And when I say their people, that could be their team, their partners, their employees, or in a family it could be your family, mm-hmm. but leaders have this ability to enroll their people into a bigger vision of what's possible than they can see for themselves. And I just think that's what leaders do. They help you see that there could be more that's possible than you can see. And I think it's, maybe we'll do an episode just on that at some point. However, one of the exercises I have everyone in the audience do is I say, okay, so I want you to think about someone in your life, a coach, a mentor, a friend, a spouse, a a boss, you know, a sibling, whoever it is, someone that showed up for you in your life that helped you see that there was more that was possible for you than maybe you thought was possible. And then we turn on some music and give them a couple minutes and they think about it. And then I ask anyone in the audience, hey, would anyone like to share their experience or who that person was? And this awesome couple named Wayne and May, who we just met at the event, were sitting behind Melissa, right behind her when I was actually up speaking. And Wayne went first, didn't he? I think, yeah, I think so. You'll have to fill in some of the blanks, but Wayne just said, yeah, when May and I were early on in their marriage, we were really young and May got involved with Herbalife and was really committed to building a business in that. And we were at this Herbalife meeting at this hotel. And he he's talked a little bit prior to that, kind of set up like what their life was like. They hadn't been married very long. He had a, a job, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was making probably less than an average salary there. But, you know, that's what they were doing, kind of putting their heads down and working. And then, and then she, yeah, joined this. Herbalife. Yeah, so he didn't make it sound like they were destitute. No. But they were definitely worth 
maybe accomplishing what they wanted and there was more that was possible for them, but they couldn't really see it. And, and Wayne was just there to support May. May was building the business. And Wayne said that one of the leaders on May's team, the guy who'd been in the business, had some success named Brad. He said, he just pulls me aside. He made it sound like he was, he was May's mentor in one way or another. And he, he just pulled Wayne aside, right? At the meeting, kind of off in the corner and just said, hey, your wife is going to like build this business. And- I've, he said, I've, I've challenged your wife to read 52 books this year or something. And he said, I just want you to know that she's going to be a different woman, a different person at the end of this year. And I've seen this happen before. I just want to warn you that if you are not also like adapting and changing and growing with her, she will, you will not recognize her. Like your lives will be so different at the end of this year. And I just want to let you, you know, bring that to your awareness that, that this is happening for her. And if you want to like kind of stay, stay with her, not, not like stay with her, like. Well, but- I even think he said like, there's a likelihood that in two to three years from now, you won't be married or you will just be so far apart that it'll be difficult. Yeah. You'll just have like grown apart. Yeah. She'll, you'll have grown in, she'll have grown in her way and you maybe won't have grown or maybe in a different way, but you'll be so different like that it, it'll be really challenging. And I didn't get the feeling that his meant that May's mentor Brad was saying, so you need to join Herbalife. It was actually like, hey, do whatever you're doing, do whatever you feel called to do, but just know that like you want to grow as well. And and Wayne said it was like a five minute conversation that this guy Brad didn't have to do. But Wayne really appreciated it because like, man, this guy went out of his way to really kind of challenge me, but like enroll me into a bigger vision of what's possible. Like when he said, and from that, how many books did Wayne said he's gone on to read? I don't know. I can't remember. Lots. And he said that one conversation and the trajectory that put me on around reading books has now created the business that I have now. And he said, you know, I can't remember the number, but he said, we'll do millions of dollars in revenue this year. We did millions of dollars last year and we love our life. And And he made it sound like without that one conversation that things very likely would have looked much different for them. Yeah. And it looks like to me that he and May, instead of growing apart, they've grown together. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, share share what you were kind of thinking and what led to then us talking about this today yeah so i just you know how listening to that story i was like that is very profound and i feel like that happens or that can happen a lot in in a marriage where you're you know you get married oftentimes when you're young and then years go by and you know especially like i guess i can personally relate to it you know if one of you decides to stay home with the kids the other one is out like pursuing a career and they're out like developing a lot of skills and talents like that are outside of the home that are like really valuable like in the marketplace and they're developing like their leadership like yeah they're just (laughs) developing personally a lot i also think even if it's not a situation where someone's choosing to stay home with kids it could just be even if you have no children there could just be one person in the relationship who's saying hey i'm committed to growing and up leveling and developing like in my life and my leadership and my skills yes totally and I think for me, that was just my experience is that I, we had decided that I would stay home with the kids. And so I felt like I could see you, like, I remember there was this point where I could see you like, oh. you can't see, but Melissa's getting emotional and it's okay. It's never happened before. It's so weird. She always apologizes for it. It's like, <laughs> no, it's fine. But I could, I could see Chris like progressing and developing. And I felt like I was getting left behind. And I guess it was really hard because I was like, and I guess I was kind of jealous in a way. I was like, you have all these opportunities. Like, 
that I don't feel like I I have. You know, being attending conferences and like working with with bull like mentors and- yeah mentors having access to these conversations and these people anyways but yeah i just i clearly remember feeling like that once and realizing like wow like i'm and it wasn't anything chris did but it was just something i felt like i'm gonna get left behind if i don't like match him not like a competition but it's like i have to keep growing and developing or we're gonna be like a mismatch I don't know if that's true or not, but that's how I felt at the time. Mm-hmm. So when Wayne said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I could, I totally just took me back to remembering that. And so, you know, I think after that time we did, I did make it a priority, like to put myself in situations that kind of pushed me like in a, in a, I guess a personal development way. And it was like super uncomfortable because at that point I was used to like just staying home and putting myself out there like. I attended some courses and I had like... I, and when she says courses, she attended some like... Some like personal pers- development type Yeah, courses. personal transformation, leadership yeah. development. Things where you have to get way outside of your comfort zone for anyone, but especially for someone who is just starting to kind of venture into that world. And if I could back up real quick, I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember this. I remember you coming to me one time at night and I, I think it was really uncomfortable and outside of your comfort zone to even do this and it took a lot of courage. And But you said... Hey, I feel like we have invested so much money and energy and time into you developing your yourself and your identity and just developing you. And 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 you said, and I and I love it. And I'm grateful for it because I can see how much it's done for our family. And I want to do that for me too. And it was really eye opening to me. Like I I remember feeling like wow. Like, I, I remember feeling appreciation for you that, yeah, you had made so many sacrifices and been so supportive of me in, in my journey of de- development. And I remember feeling like, yeah, I, I haven't had that focus for Melissa. And I remember for the next, you know, year, there was a really, really intense and intentional focus of me of like, man, how can I help Melissa develop her identity and her skills? Not from a place of trying to coach her, but just, yeah, what do you? what is it you want to do? Like, how can I support you and in your growth and your path? But I, yeah, so that, that to me, there's a clue in that in a relationship that you might have to help someone be aware of it. And you, you were after that. I do remember that. And I feel like after that, yeah, you were good to like connect me with people that you felt like would be good connections for me. Like you knew that I was interested in real estate. And so you're like, Oh, I know I know someone that I think you would enjoy talking to about this. So making connections like that. Because I guess that's the other thing is when I, I felt like I was just at home, I was like, I don't I don't have like professional connections necessarily or like access to these people. So I really appreciated you making those connections for me. And I would say that to Melissa, your credit, like Melissa didn't just tiptoe in. If you listen to a podcast episode that we did maybe, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, she said well, on her vision board this year is a woman jumping off the diving board and cannonball, cannonballing into the water. She really b- jumped in. And so, so, for example, I think every business trip I've ever gone on where Melissa's come with me and we've used it as a getaway, Melissa like comes in and sits in the sessions. She doesn't just like, oh, hey, I'm going to go lay by the pool and just lounge all day or go do some shopping while you're getting to hear from these really incredible, you know, speakers or, and, and not that that's wrong. I don't want to make any sound judgmental there. And there's certainly, Melissa is sometimes like, I don't want to attend all of it, 
but to her credit and to your credit, Melissa, like, I feel like you really take advantage of, man, this is a speaker that I really want to learn from, or this is someone who has a message I really want to share or I want to, that I want to uh, benefit from. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if you have the opportunity to, I know sometimes you go to on work trip, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be okay for like me to do that. But usually, usually it is, or it's maybe like, maybe you do have to pay for another cost of a ticket or something, but I totally feel like, you know, even just looking back on this weekend, I did sit in and like some really great speakers, like world renowned speakers that I was able to sit and listen to and learn from. And I feel like afterwards, like say if I hadn't gone, because there was actually other things going on at the same time. They had, you know, if you're in the session, great. And if you're a, just a supportive spouse there, like here's a bunch of other things you could do. I could have gone into those other things, but then afterwards, Chris and I wouldn't have had that shared experience of like talking about what we had learned together and if there's some changes we want to make. And there is a place for like sitting by the pool. I There was an afternoon where I was like, hey, you go out. I'm just going to stay here and have a nap. And there was even one afternoon where we went and did that together. Yeah. And you're right, though. We've, we had some really incredible, enlightening conversations throughout the weekend on the flight back and especially on the drive home that would have not been possible to the degree they were if we hadn't had that shared experience. And one idea that Melissa had that I think has been really cool for us is, so we have these four getaways a year. And Melissa had the idea a few years ago that we should make sure that one of those getaways is around personal growth and personal development, where we go do something together and it's a shared experience. And so for us, that's been, we went to leadership courses. We've gone to personal transformation shops. We've gone to, you know, we took an intimacy course, like, but it's something, you know, very in, in, intentional because I do think it's important that you grow together and it doesn't mean you have to grow in the exact same way. Like Melissa's had mentors that I haven't had and vice versa. She's participated in things that I haven't. And, and vice versa. And there's things that we do get to have some shared experiences and growth around as well. And I think even if you're not, you know, even if it is you're like Chris said, he didn't do any of like the real estate stuff that I did, but I'm like, it's added so much to our, to our marriage, like to have, com to be able to have conversations around it, to be, to, for me, be able to develop like in this way, even though it's not necessarily the same way as Chris has totally added, added to our lives. And I don't want to make it sound like the only way that you can do this is you have to go to courses. There's like so many ways that this this could look. Maybe it is like you read a book together. And listen to a podcast together. You listen to a podcast. I, someone even reached out to me the, the other day and they said, we share, my husband and I, we share podcasts back and forth. So I was like, just thinking of that story. Really? So it's like you share yours this week and then next week I'll share one that I have enjoyed. And, and then on their date night, they like discuss their insights from it, don't they? Yeah. I was like, oh, I love that idea. Yeah, that's a great one. And then the other thing I would say is that sometimes also in our experience, growth can be a little bit, it's not always smooth sailing. <laughs> like it can be really uncomfortable. I remember in particular, I had signed up for this course. I've talked about it before. I guess it would be called like a transformational leadership type course. And it was over the course of three months and it was weekends a month. And I was, it was in San Diego, which is a flight from it for us at the time it was an airplane ride so it was just kind of a lot and me always being like I said primarily like the stay-at-home caregiver we had to like flip roles a little bit and it was very very challenging I just remember so many conversations about about it like <laughs> and not just like the flipping roles but it was like 
I was learning new things and I don't know, what else would you say about it? Yep. I think you were having insights about who you were and who you wanted to be and who you had been in our marriage. And you were, you were realizing like some of it really doesn't align for me and some of it really does align for me. And you were trying out new things and, and look, anytime there's growth, there's new opportunities and they'll, there's new challenges. And I, I can say that I believe we're stronger because of it. Definitely. And it was an amazing opportunity and you wouldn't have your real estate investments probably to the degree you have without it. Cause in this a program Melissa went through, they have you set like a big vision and go after these scary goals. And it was really useful. And I wouldn't look at though, sometimes the idea of growth and those challenges could have someone maybe like, well, I don't, I don't want that. It's worth it. Like whatever, in my experience, whatever challenges come from is worth the growth that you ultimately, you know, achieve. Totally. And I remember, you know, it's kind of in the middle of all that. I was getting my hair done and I was just telling I've had the same hair girl for, I don't know, six or seven years. So I was just telling her, which, by the way, people that do hair, they know like way too much. <laughs> they could probably be the greatest life coaches in the history of the world. <laughs> I was getting my hair done and I was just telling her, you know, that I, you know, just not really our challenge, but just like that we were both growing and sometimes it was just hard. And she was like, oh my gosh, you have to listen to the song. She's like, me and my husband, we had whatever, whatever they had a few She's like a few years ago and I, she's like, I really love this song by Ben Platt and it's called Grow As We Go. Chris pulled it up. Are you going to? Yeah, there's just some, you know, I'll just share a couple of lines. It is a, a really amazing and really beautiful song, but he starts off by saying there's so much, you say there's so much you don't know. You need to go and find yourself. You say you'd rather be alone because you think you won't find it tied to someone else. And then he says, who said it's true that the growing only happens on your own? They don't know me and you. I don't think you have to leave. If the change is what you need, you can change right next to me. When you're high, I'll take the lows. You can ebb and I can flow and we'll take it slow and grow as we go. And I just think it's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, because I do think sometimes you feel like, no, in order for me to grow, I have to go. Like I have to leave, whatever that means. It's like, well, who says that we can't just grow together? And sometimes growing alone would be easier. Mm-hmm. But it's the growing together, I think, that's so meaningful. And last thing, I guess, in closing, what I would love you to say, though, Melissa, is what would you say, rewinding back, right, when I'm on that journey of, like, development and growth, I already know that I could have been way more aware of you and that. And I'm sensitive to the fact that I would never have wanted to come to you and be like, hey, I'm, I'm growing. Like, I'm, I've got mentors. I'm do- what are you doing? Because, like, there's no usefulness in that. So... What would you say to someone who's maybe in that place? Would you say just keep growing and developing and being a demonstration and speak encouraging words? Because I also know that you and I had conversations and you shared with me one time you were like, yeah, rather than doing the things that I wanted to do, I used to just kind of like be jealous and sometimes even get mad at you for doing what you wanted to do. Yeah. But lately I don't experience that of you. I, I experience you like, now I'm going to just go do what I feel called to do as well. Not like a forget you, I'm going to do my own thing. You know what I mean? But what would you say? Yes, that's a great question. Yeah, I would say just like if you're experiencing one spouse not wanting to like grow as much, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, just keep showing up like like you want to. And then 
you know, if you want to share a podcast every once in a while. But I think mostly it's just like the demonstration. And I think even I shared this recently on Instagram about working out like Chris is so good about working out and I'm not I don't go as often as he does this year I have but prior to that I haven't but I was like I knew that Chris was always going to be going to the gym and so it was just easier for me to be like you know after a while I guess that was another area where I'm like I don't feel like we're I'm being a good partner for him because not that I have to work out to be a good partner for him but I'm like that's something that he loves and is important to him. And I want to have that shared thing as well. And it was important to me too. But I think you consistently doing it allowed me to be able to just see the value in it and want that for myself also. And I think the risk in that though is it's so easy for any of us, especially like I, you know, it's all of us can be critical in nature. It'd be really easy for us, one spouse and that to be like, hey, I'm, I'm always going to the gym working out. Like, how come you never work out? That's not going to have someone want to work out, you know? Yeah. And so maybe if occasionally you're like, oh man, I just, you know, I feel so good when I work out in the morning. Like you're just sharing like the positive experiences of your life and like, oh, I read this book and it was so cool. Or I listened to this podcast and it was so awesome. It's just, I think more than anything, just, just be the demonstration and do it. And then maybe share some highlights and some wins and like how it benefits your life. And I think that's all you can do. And I really do like the, sh the idea of sharing maybe a podcast back and forth because I think you could share, maybe you want to focus in on a personal development podcast, but maybe I'm like not there yet. Maybe I just want to share some crime, a crime podcast. Yeah, totally. But it's like, it's fine. Like you share yours, your week, I'll share mine. And then we can still talk about it. And we're like still growing and, and developing together. One last thing I'll say is I do remember a lot of times where I did feel like a victim in it. And I realized that that wasn't the best way to do it I just felt like I was just jealous of Chris and I and rather than like cr being cr creating more of what I wanted like hey I want to do some things too it was more like jealousy and I was a victim that I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do and that it was Chris's responsibility to like make it happen for me and that like looking back I'm like no that was a mistake like I can take ownership of my growth and development and it's not up to Chris to like make it happen for me. Like I got to make it happen for myself. Yeah, I love that. I guess the last thing I would say to that is I think sometimes we spend so much energy thinking and talking about what we don't want or what we don't have or what someone else is doing. And interestingly enough, it just continues to create more of what we don't want, what we don't have and jealousy of what someone else is doing rather than saying, well, why don't I just put all that energy to what I want and what I do want to create? And that's what I've seen you do. And it's been really beautiful. I love, I love growing together with you <laughs> thank you i love it too so this week i would say maybe share a podcast back and forth have a conversation like with your significant other like hey what are we let's let's grow together like how are we going to grow together this year have a good week thank you so much for listening to the family brand podcast to say thank you we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you you know we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they wanna be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in, in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we wanna share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, 
forward slash free, you can download the How to Take Back Your Family's Time guide. And I can promise you, it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.